Hey, you found us, and it's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glicksman alongside my tag team partner, Matt Story. And Matt, I think we need to apologize for our predictions. Well, I, I mean, in some ways I will, and in other ways I won't. Maybe I'm being, uh, you know, uh, stubborn here, but the game played out kind of like I thought, except for the fact that I didn't think the ASU offense could outscore them, and they did. I mean, it, it was that type of game. They did give up a ton of points. Um, it did come down to getting a, a few defensive stops. Uh, I just didn't, I didn't believe in either side of the ASU coin to be able to do that. And so in that case, I will, um, but I'm happy to be wrong. I said that, uh, to you during the week when we discussed it ahead of time that I'd, I'd be happy if Sunday morning I could say I was wrong. Well, for me, what happened was I, you know, I just didn't have faith in the offense, but they put up 300 plus yards rushing, 350 plus yards receiving. I mean, that's a pretty yeah. that's a pretty great offensive performance. And and as you and I were texting during the game, I think that you start this conversation with apologies to Kalen Balage and his record-setting touchdown performance. Yeah. With Chip Lindsey and what a great job he did after that first drive which was mm-hmm. very pass-heavy. You know, he was balanced the whole game and it was just an impressive showing. You know, trick plays, wrinkles yeah. with the wildcat formation, all of it. Uh, agreed. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not much to complain about with the offense. I, I mean, I think the the, the strategy was good. Um, I thought we threw it well. I thought we ran it well. I thought we we blocked well for the pass and the run. Um, our receivers made plays. Our quarterback was was smart and and correct and. Uh, you know, our, our running backs looked like the studs that we expected. Um, uh, you know, there there isn't a whole lot to to complain about on that side of the ball. Uh, you know, it was it was as good of an offensive showing as you could expect. And and you know, going back to the end of the third quarter against NAU, we've got ninety nine points in about seventy six minutes of game time. And you know, there's there's nothing to complain about with that. You can win a lot of games that way. <laughs> You can now. It's it's a it's a bit of a risky strategy because you have to think you're going to be facing better defenses than what we saw last night. I was stunned by how passive the Texas Tech defense was. As I told you during it, they just they seem to be letting the game come to them rather than try to take the game to ASU at any point. Uh, and and you know, I mean, look, ASU's offense is good. I think they're going to be able to move the ball and score on teams, but. Probably not that much um, because I think we're going to face better competition on the defensive side. But for for last night, I'll take it. I mean, all like I said, all around, I got I got no complaints. Well, let's start with Manny Wilkins, who I think had exactly the kind of game you want from him. He was twenty eight to thirty seven for three fifty one and two touchdowns. But more than what he did with his completions and his running the ball with his 10 carries for 55 yards, yeah. for me what it was was the smart decisions. The, the slide when he was surrounded by three defenders when he took yeah. off to run or the rollout when we were up and there was no need for him to put the ball in danger and he just flipped it out of bounds. Right, right. He, no, uh, yeah, very much agreed. I, I told you during the game and I really did have that feel uh, you know, early on, and you and you you want that moment when you've got a quarterback competition that stretches all the way into week one. Um, you want that moment where you think, yeah, I think we got it right. Um, you know, and some teams have had that already around the country. I mean, I think Texas last week with Shane Bouchelle and what they did with Swoops, you felt like, yep, yeah, we got it. You know, and that's not to say that there's not going to be any backsliding 
or any struggles. There probably is, but um, you know, you watch that last night and you just think, yeah, he's he's a good fit. He he makes good decisions. He's athletic enough to make this offense work. As you said during the game, you actually believe he's he can run the ball, which we didn't have that element last year. Um, yeah, that, when they, when they run running. when they run the zone read and he carries out the fake, it's not yeah. like Burko who look Burko did a a yeoman's job acting yeah. like he had the ball, but no one believed him. But it wasn't a threat, <laughs> right? Right, you know, and 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 you actually believe this guy can run, and and you know, I think the the numbers last night are about exactly how you draw it up. You you know, I don't I don't really want to see him running twenty five times. You, you might need a game like that here and there where he's got to run it a bunch. Last week, he seemed to run it a lot. This week was, was perfect. I mean, 30-some passes, 10 runs. I'll take that balance. I don't. Did he get sacked at all? I don't remember any sacks. I don't um, either. And I don't remember if he did get sacked. You know, if, if there was one, he certainly wasn't under pressure much. You know, it wasn't like he was on the run a lot or anything like that. Um, so, uh, you know, a good, a good night from a, from a group that, you know, deserved criticism after last week. But the offensive line was really good last night. They... They blocked well for the run, and, and they gave him time when he had to throw. The shift of everyone by moving McCollum into the starting role at center, you know, really seemed to pay off. That, mm-hmm. you know, by moving McCray to guard, which is where he played more in his right. spot duty before this season, and, and basically what it does is it gets you a really athletic, big right side of the line, which is where Belage did a lot of his damage on those uh, Wildcat runs. He did, he did, yeah. I mean, you know, that was... That was what you dream this offense can look like. And again, I'll you know I'll say this probably more than just this time, and I've already said it once. It's going to be harder. You're not going to be able to do everything you want on offense like we did last night against many teams you play. But but that was you know that was exactly how you draw this up. You know it wasn't it wasn't dominant to one aspect or the other. Um, but the running backs looked like looked like two great backs, which is what we hoped we had. Uh, you know Richard was the workhorse. Balazs was the, you know, punisher at the goal line and had the big play in the run game. Um, you know, we, we threw it. We got more receivers involved right off the bat. You know, Jalen Harvey makes the first catch. Um, you know, you saw Frederick Gamage get involved. You saw Cody Cole make a big catch, uh, you know, in the in the second quarter. Uh, so it, it was a more diverse passing game than it was last week. I mean, that was – that was exactly, you know, I think I think in August when we talked about what this offense could look like, that was exactly what you dream of. Yeah, you have eight guys catching passes this time as opposed to five against right. NAU. And, right. And, you know, not to step away from the offensive line, that that was just a beatdown and domination in the trenches by ASU. Texas was. Tech was getting knocked off the ball and knocked backwards you know, Demario Richard did everything you would ask for him. He had 30 carries. Yep. He was the guy, you know, to salt the game away in the fourth quarter. Yep, yep, yep. No, <laughs> agreed, agreed. And and you know, you 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 know, obviously we started with this with Manny. And what what I found interesting was, and and you you know, I agree with you. The first drive was a little questionable. Why you come out and don't run it at all? But what I what I think you could take from that, and and even the the drives after, uh, they. They seemed to trust him. Like there was, there was no babying him along last night. There was no, you know, we're going to come out and run it on first and second down and just hope this guy doesn't make a mistake. That wasn't a game manager game. That was a, hey, here, here you go. Here's the game plan. You execute it, and he did. And and that's a that's a big confidence builder 
that you got a guy in just his second start that it felt like they had full trust in him to get the job done. I think we've gone long enough without talking about what Kalen Balaj did. So <laughs> yeah, I he's mean, got. It, you know. <laughs> I mean, he had 15 touches. Eight of them went for scores. He had the 39-yard catch on the trick play, which was a beautifully designed it trick was. play. It the, was, you know, was the handoff much, yeah. going right, the the reverse back to uh-huh. white going left, who just drops it right in Manny's lap. Yeah. You know, when yeah. you have to make three tosses before the throw down field, that's always a risk. And they did it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. And, and and, you know, to your point earlier about Lindsay, I mean, again, these these are these are things that now, as you said last night, they're. They're on film, and teams are going to prepare, especially for you know what you saw with Balage and short yardage and goal line. But it, what it does to me is it tells me he's not afraid to throw in a wrinkle to do something a little different. Do I think that that package is going to be effective for to the tune of you know what six touchdowns in in you know inside the five again? No, I, I don't. I mean, teams are going to figure out a way to defend it and do it. But you know, it, it just gives me hope that. Hey, you know, if we need another adjustment, he can come up with it because he was good with them last night. Well, for how vanilla we came out in the NAU game, it made you start wondering what is it that we got here? You know, this, yeah. you know, is everything okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it turns out, yes, everything's fine. We were saving it for this game. And yeah. it showed. Yeah. I mean, everything, you know, there wasn't any hesitation either. There weren't any, uh, I think Balaj had one route where he gave up on a wheel route. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, you know, everything we dialed up worked, and every player yeah. did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, agreed. And 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 uh, you know, uh, and this this kind of shifts us into a, another area. But what I thought was important, what I, what I feared with this game, and I said this when we talked about it ahead of time, was that we'd be down early before you know some fans got to their seats, and and they'd take the momentum, and it was. It was important the way we started the game. Even though we didn't score on the opening drive, you know, we had a good kick return. We get to about midfield. We get a first down there on that drive. And then the punt inside the five, we get the stop, and we score. And it just, you know, right away we kind of set the tone in the game. Um, and, and we never, even though, look, they, they scored plenty, we never let the game get away from us. We were never down by more than a score at any point. Um, and that was my biggest fear was that we'd get down by three scores. And then it's like, man, you're just, you know, you're, you're swimming upstream the whole time. Well, you touched on it, but let's talk about special teams. You know, you've got Matt Hawk drilling punt after punt inside the 10, inside the five. Yeah. We got our QB punt, which I'm glad to see that's still there. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a good time for it because it was, it was believable that we'd actually go for that. Uh, you know, and, and that's what you have because then you, then you don't put anybody back. And you can just, you know, knuckle the ball down there, which he did perfectly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, got great roles. Everyone did their responsibility. I really like Karan Crump as a gunner. That, yeah. You know, yeah, a guy a that on that very first punt. Yeah. yeah. A guy that big and that fast. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, I, I hate to put too much emphasis on the on the first you know, score of the game when there was 123 points scored. But, I, you know, just the way that game started was big because, like I said, I feared we'd get down 14 nothing, and and the energy comes out of the building and we start to question what we're doing and and, and that play, you know, and then, and then the tackle a yard short of the first down. There isn't a lot of good to say about the defense last night, but that was big, um, you know, and then we get the ball at the 42 and we go down and score and it, it just – it, like I said, it set the tone right away, 
that, you know, we're in this game, we're not going to get run off the field, and, and we never did. Well, the other thing that I think, before we talk about the defense as a whole and, and what it means to give up 55 yeah. points, the I want to touch on, I haven't been to the stadium in person, but the mm-hmm. dual student sections in both end zones made for a lot of noise, and I wonder if that was good in that it led to the safety, but maybe also led to us jumping off sides or getting close a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I haven't seen that play on the safety. It looked to me like we were offside. Um, you know, we, we, whoever was in the middle did jump, whether or not he actually, you know, jumped into the neutral zone, I guess they just, they determined he didn't. I think that's why Texas tech snapped the ball. Cause you watch, I mean, I did see the replay just of, of, you know, the angle of the quarterback, and he's not looking for the ball. I think the center snapped that ball thinking he had an offside, and he didn't have it, and then the ball ends up, you know, on the ground there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it was it was loud. Um, you know, it wasn't a, wasn't a total packed house, but, but it was a good crowd. Um, you know, they, they seemed to, you know, be into the game. And, yeah, I mean, it, you know, it's certainly – Again, when you can pin teams inside the 10 and then you have that noise in the end zone, that plays to your benefit. If they're starting the drive at the 30, it's not as loud for them. But if they're starting at the 3, yeah, that's a that's a big play. Yeah, and there was definitely a difference between ASU and Texas Tech when it comes to the little things. Now, some of that is you oh. get to play at home, but the, the safety, the, mm-hmm. the botched extra point, I mean, that alone made two teams that had scored the same amount of touchdowns, ASU was up a field goal. Right, right. Well, and, and uh, I don't know what the penalty numbers are. You know, I, I didn't see the final numbers, but it sure seemed from watching the game that they had a ton more penalties. There were a ton more penalties in the game for Texas Tech. And, and it was also just the little things. I felt like everyone was responsible mm-hmm. on the ASU side. Uh, you know, the the number of personal foul penalties Texas Tech committed to contribute to scoring drives for ASU was astounding. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was that one drive, I think it was the either first, it was the first half, I know. I think it was, I think it was the second quarter. Um, they had, it might have been the drive that elapsed the first into the second quarter. They had three personal fouls, you know, or I think they had a pass interference and two personal fouls. So, you you know, it was like 40 yards and penalties with one half the distance. Um, I mean, that certainly helped us because I didn't think our offense was, tremendously smooth to start the game um it got better as the game went along but we got some you know we had a short field on the first drive um and then I think it was the second touchdown drive we had you know a ton of help getting down the field and and that kind of just gave us the momentum there it seemed like to to then get rolling where we couldn't be stopped in the second half which was good because it felt at times like when we played Cal last year and it was, well, if we could get a stop, mm-hmm. this game would be over. Are we ever going to get that stop? Right, right. Um, and, and, and you know, uh, there, again, there isn't a whole lot good to say about the defense, but, you know, the second half, as you, as you came out for the half, it kind of felt like, okay, which team is going to get those two or three stops that make the difference? And it was us. Uh, they didn't get any. You know, they got one late when the game was kind of already out of hand. Um, we were the ones who got the consecutive stops to build a, you know, to go from down by four at 41-37 to up by, what, 17. And that, you know, that really was the deciding point of the game. One thing that I thought before we turn our attention all the way to the defense was when the defense came out in the third and gave up the touchdown after we gave up the score at the end of the second, Mm -hmm. I thought it showed a lot of leadership and a lot of poise that 
the Devils and Wilkins came out, marched down, took the lead back. And uh, yeah, I could not, I couldn't agree more. I, I was thinking the same thing. Cause it was, you know, you, you played well in the first half offensively. And then by the time, you know, the offense touches the field in the third quarter, you're down. Anyway, you've got 37 points on the board and you're down. And, and it did have the feeling of like, you, you got to respond, you know, you, you got to keep scoring. And the drive was very easy to go down there. It wasn't even like a, a, you know, a stagnant drive that we needed. You know, I mean, it was just like we got the ball and we just slid right down the field, scored. Then we got to stop. Then we score again. And, and, you know, from there we never trailed again. So, I mean, yeah, the, the response was good. Uh, the, their defense was bad, but you know, still you have to make the plays. Um, he didn't force a ball. He didn't, uh, you know, have a turnover or something like that, that kind of, you know, crushes your momentum. And let's talk now about our defense. Didn't force any turnovers, didn't get any pressure against NAU. Right. You know, some of it by design, some of it not. They they came yeah. out and were more conservative than we're used to seeing. But when they did dial up the pressure, it was effective. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's, you know, there's some silver linings in, in giving up 55 points and, uh, you know, not a lot, but, um, you know, they did get, they did get some pass rush the very first drive, you know, the, the Texas tech gets it. I think they had a six yard completion and then you sack him for a loss of seven. You got a third and 11. Those are exactly the plays that I mentioned, you know, third and longs, you got to get stops. And we, we barely got it. It was a 10 yard completion, but that doesn't matter if, you know, it wasn't 11. And so, um, you know, those are, those were big sequences, obviously the two interceptions in the second half, the first one, especially, you know, up by 10, the game is still very much in the balance early fourth quarter. And, you know, Gumpays gets the pick, which was created by a, by a good pass rush and takes it back to the one and we score. And then it's a 17 point lead. So, you know, th- there was some positives. We seemed to confuse them just for a little bit in the second half. And that was, that was the difference. They had a stretch offensively where they looked a little confused and we really did not at all in the second half. And that, that allowed us to blow the game open. I thought DJ Calhoun for a team that gave up over a half century's worth of points. Uh, <laughs> I thought DJ Calhoun played a good game. Uh, yeah, he, you know, yeah. as the, as the only primary linebacker in the first half who was in right. his normal spot, he had the sack, he had good pressure. He didn't, the one thing about Calhoun, which you can't say for a lot of defenses, he didn't really miss a lot of tackles yesterday. No, no, exactly. Uh, you know, and, and it's it's hard to say that I thought the tackling was good because there were a couple of long plays where we missed several tackles in one play. But I thought I thought ninety five percent of the time we tackled pretty well. You know, we didn't give up extra yards after contact. Um, uh, you know, we, we were able to get, you know, on a, a, a four yard pass. We made the tackle at four yards rather than let him get seven or 10 or 20 or whatever. Um, there were a couple of big mistakes. Uh, you know, the little short pass that was, I think, a 75 yard touchdown. The run there on their first scoring drive where we had him stopped on third down and he spins out, gets down to the two. I mean, y- you know, you can't have those mistakes, obviously. But overall, for the most part, I thought it was decent. Um, just, just too many, too many, you know, head scratching mistakes in there that, that allowed them to get more points than they probably should have had. Yeah. I mean, we both knew going into this game that Texas tech was going to get theirs and that it was going to be high scoring. But the one thing that you flagged initially, and that almost came back to bite us in this game was we, we had to take advantage when the opportunities were there. We couldn't miss tackles to give up first downs. We did. 
We couldn't right. drop interceptions when the opportunity was there. We did. And yeah. I I think that the best player in the secondary is Kareem Moore. I don't think it's really all that close. I think he's got a lot of talent. But yeah. he loves Kareem Orr. And you can tell <laughs> that because every time he makes a tackle or almost makes a tackle, yeah. he celebrates. And it started bothering me early in the game when he made a stop on a bubble screen and sprinted yeah. back 20 yards and it was still third down. The, the right, drive continued, right, right. and he had to sprint back across the line to get ready to uh-huh. play. Uh-huh. And then yeah, he's, he's brash, there's no doubt. And that's, you know, that's that position now. I mean, it's kind of become that way in football that, you know, the, the diva position has kind of become corner, and he, he fits the profile. I mean, you need confidence, and you need a guy who can shake things off. Sure. He, he had the the pick that got waved off due to the penalty, but everyone played that play out, so you got to right. give him credit for that. Um, the other, you know, but on the other hand, he went up for that pass with I think Lauderdale and had it. It was a pick, yeah. and Lauderdale, by the time they were on the ground, was holding the ball. Wrestles it away, yeah, and they end up scoring. I think you know a play or two later. Um, yeah, I mean those those were the the plays I thought they needed to make more of, but they did. They did make some. They got some third down stops. You know, Hayes came up with the two interceptions on on balls that were, you know, were not good throws. Uh, both were thrown under pressure just trying to make something happen. And he, you know, he made the plays. Um, and, and that was what we had to do. I, you know, I agreed. Um, we knew Texas Tech was going to get a lot of yards and get a lot of points. Uh, you know, it's the old saying that, you know, their guys are on scholarship too. And they're good. You know, it's a good veteran quarterback with with a deep group of receivers, built to throw the ball a lot and create chaos, and they they do. Um, so it, it you know, it's just it's just a few plays that bother me. It's it's the fourth and two play where somehow a receiver ends up totally uncovered and gets a sixty six yard touchdown. Uh, the, those kind of plays you just can't live with. You know, I think we had five touchdowns or uh, three touchdowns of fifty yards or more allowed can't have that those are those are gonna cost you just as they did last year that fourth and two play was eerily similar to what we saw last year where you have more receivers than defenders on one side of the field and yeah. and then it's just simple math if you don't sack him in you know two seconds yeah he'll see I mean, the guy I, who's open that was an easy throw uh, you know and and uh yeah i mean you, you you know you're right you can you can get by with that if he's looking the wrong way and you make, you know, but, but you just, you can't, you can't live on that. And he found it just as several quarterbacks found those things last year against us. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's those type of plays. It's, it's the, it's the short screen pass that should have been a, you know, six yard gain that goes for 75. Those are, those are the ones that just can't happen. You know, they had some drives where we made them string together a lot of plays and they scored. And on those, you, you sort of just, you know. You tip your hat. Yeah, you do. And, and you, you realize they're a good offense and they're going to get their points. And you knew that going in. You knew this was not going to be a game we held them to 13 points like last week. Um, but it's, it's the big stuff that just continues to haunt us. And, uh, you know, again, against, against a team with a better defense that's not going to allow you to score 68 points, you can't have those mistakes. We got by with it last night, and that's good. Um, but you know, it, it leaves you with a very small margin for error. You can't expect your offense to score nine touchdowns every week. Not going to happen. Well, uh, only if Belage scores eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I, it's it's great for last night. I'm glad they did. Um, and and you know, 
if 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 they are that good of an offense all year and we're averaging 50 plus I'll be really happy but that's probably not a great formula for success you, you know you gotta you gotta be able to get some stops and and play a little bit better defense than last night it doesn't have to be a dominant defense and it's not going to be you know it, it it's not going to be a defense that leads the conference in in any sort of great categories I'm sure um, but it's, it's got to be a little bit more effective than what we saw last night. Well, the one thing that often gets overlooked is it's not just about moving from from bad to great. The leap from bad to average is a huge leap. And if we play average defense and only allow an average amount of big plays. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, I, I, you know, I said this to you uh, after the NAU game. We gave up one big play. And you'd rather have zero, but you can live with one. You, you know, most of the time, one giant play is not going to kill you. But it's when it becomes three or four or five. I mean, I, I always go back to that UCLA game two years ago where, I, you know, they beat a 62-27, and I'm pretty sure they had five touchdowns on plays of, you know, 50 yards or more. Now, one of them was a special teams return. One of them was a defensive return. But still, those, those just kill you when they add up. And, and they added up last night, and again, we had the firepower to overcome it. We scored 68, but that's not a, a recipe for continued success. Yeah, that being said, overall, it, it's a good win to get. It was one that a lot of people didn't think they would get. I saw on game day it was only Lee Corso yeah. who had us. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I did not. I, you know, I, you know I, I, thought, uh, I thought the Texas Tech offense would just be – too good for us to keep up with and in some ways in that case I was right but I did not think our offense was good enough to you know hold up their end and and they did and then some uh I mean it if you had told me Texas Tech was going to score 55 which is what I predicted I said 55 31 I didn't think we'd have any chance to win that game and and uh you know so all credit due to Chip Lindsay and the offensive players for for getting the job done and the special teams and, and, you know, a little bit of credit to the defense for making just enough plays to win the game. Yeah, the the defense did what it had to do, but I don't think anyone would say it was a good defensive performance. By no means. No, no. But, you know, it's a win. It's, uh, you know, the bottom line is you're 2-0, and and there's a lot of teams out there that aren't, uh, that would love to trade places with us. And and we have a we have a, a decent win on the resume now. We're not 2-0 and playing you know, NAU and UTSA, for example, we, we've got a, we've got a good team that we beat. Um, and, and, you know, you do hope looking at being able to win that game, you know, four and doesn't seem crazy. And, and so then, you know, we'll see now there's still work to do to get to four and I'm not handing the game next week as the announced team did last night. It's still a road game. Um, and it's against a division one team. They, their guys are on scholarship too. There's that line again. Um, First, I mean, and, it's and it's Manny's first road game. Yeah, yeah. I it's mean, the it, offensive you know, it's, line's first road test. It's yeah, in a dome. Yeah. There's a lot of things that are different. You have to you have to show you could do it away from home. It's great that they have been good on offense the last five plus quarters, but your offensive rhythm is never as good on the road as it is at home, and and so you're going to need your defense to step up. Now, again, much easier competition than what you saw this week, but still, it's not a gimme. And and Cal presents the same challenges. I don't think they're quite as good as Texas Tech, but they can score a lot, and it's that same worry that, you know, are you going to fall behind and then you can't get the stops you need? So 
those aren't gimmies, but you know, you do look at it and think four and is, is possible. And then it gets into the tougher part of the conference schedule and we'll see. But, uh, you know, bottom line is two and O is better than I thought we'd be after two weeks. Um, and, and so I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. It's a, it's a good win. It's a good one to get. The The Bellage record is incredible. The attention that it's yeah. going to draw for the program is great. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it, it takes a lot to get national attention when the game is finishing at 2 in the morning Eastern time. Um, you, have to, you have to have a historic performance to do that, and he did it. So that's, that's good to see. So next test is going to be Texas San Antonio on the road. Matt and I will be back to preview that later this week. For now, I'm Ben. He's Matt. This is the Ben and Matt Sportscast.